Welcome to the weekly debrief on the Biz Times MKE podcast. I'm Arthur Thomas, an associate editor at Biz Times Media. I'm joined this week by Biz Times editor Andrew Wyland. As always, thank you to those who have subscribed and become Biz Times insiders. If you're not an insider already, please join us at biztimes.com. Signing up is really easy to do, and it's a great way to support our local journalism. Uh, we're going to do a little something a little bit different on this week's episode. Uh, last week on the weekly debrief, uh, Andrew described the, the site at the uh, entrance to the third ward where a $140 million, 32-story mixed-use residential uh, project is proposed as one of those sites around town um, where it's kind of hard to believe that something significant hasn't already been done there. And he mentioned, you know, that there's a number of these as you kind of drive around town that you see and it's kind of, you wonder, you know, why hasn't someone done something there? So uh, I gave Andrew a little bit of a homework assignment, which, you know, it's always fun to give your boss uh, work versus the other way around. Um, and I asked him to come up with a list, his list of other sites like that in town. Uh, he gave me five and said, I could do many others. So um, we'll, so we'll start with the five and see where we go from there. But Andrew, um, let's get into this. What's kind of the criteria here? What are we looking at in terms of these sites? Oh, um, that's a good question. What's the criteria? Well, I mean, even, you know, there's always discussion about highest and best use for a site and I'm even going beyond that to sites that are basically, they're basically not used. So clearly almost anything would be higher and better. Um, but you know, I, I, it, it's real estate. So it's location, 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 right? I mean, you always say, if that's a great location, there ought to be, you know, and, and, and there's nothing happening there. You really think that the, the, the community is losing you know, we're all losing because it's just not that location isn't functioning at a level, you know, and, and generating, frankly, the economic and just community living activity that we ought we want to see. So that's my criteria. All righty. Sounds good. So when I asked you to come up with a list, what what what's the first one that comes to mind here? Um, well, a couple. Uh, I'll start with real obvious one, um, the infamous 4th and Wisconsin uh, location, vacant lot. It's a parking lot. It's, it's owned by the city. It's across Wisconsin Avenue from the Wisconsin Center, the downtown convention center. It's in between the, uh, the Hilton Hotel, the, the biggest hotel downtown, and uh, you know what was the shops of Grand Avenue and is now being redeveloped. But, um, you know, it's your main street, across the street from a convention center uh, and next to your biggest hotel. You know, it's such an important location and it's been vacant as long as I can remember. And it's such an embarrassment, quite honestly, to the city of Milwaukee that that site remains vacant. There have been a few different proposals over the years. Um, Boy, before the Great Recession, there was a developer from North Carolina that wanted to do, oh, I think it was a condo tower with a hotel and some entertainment slash retail. There's going to be a bowling alley in there and a bunch of other stuff. It was a pretty cool idea, but it went nowhere and the Great Recession hit and, and that project disappeared. Um, 
a few years ago, the city did an RFP, um, you know, seeking proposals for the site. I think the one thing that's always been desired there is a big hotel, obviously to support the convention center. Um, and, but not just, you know, kind of a regular hotel, like we see a lot of 150, maybe 200 room hotels, like a big, massive hotel, 500 rooms, maybe, maybe more, um, that would be a, could be considered a convention like headquarters hotel. And a lot of times, you know, hotel developers have just said, well, Milwaukee's hotel market just isn't strong enough to support another hotel of that size. So they've, you know, they've sought subsidies, just hasn't really come together. The city did an RFP, like I said, a few years ago, maybe five years ago, I forget exactly when. They got two pretty interesting proposals. Um, I think it was, uh, you know, there was a developer that's done a number of hotels downtown that um, had pitched a, a big project with a big hotel component to it. And Marcus Corp also submitted a proposal, also big hotel component, and I think some other things. Both of those proposals, and frankly, I thought the, the one that was competing with Marcus was the stronger one. Both of those um, basically said to the city, this is contingent on an expansion of the Wisconsin Center that's either done at the Wisconsin Center site or kind of as part of these projects that there would be additional meeting space as part of that. And at the time that wasn't happening, it was being discussed as it had been discussed for decades to expand the uh, Wisconsin Center. So the thing just didn't go anywhere. The city didn't pick either project and nothing happened. Now we are moving forward with an expansion of the Wisconsin Center. So it makes you wonder what's up over there. Um, but there's been no, there's been no activity that the city has pushed forward a plan to extend the streetcar that would run through that site. And that would, any development there would have to incorporate the streetcar and the streetcar stop. But um, other than that, there's nothing happening there and uh, there ought to be. Yeah, certainly. And it'll be interesting to see, you know, now that we hopefully move out of the pandemic, get the convention center expansion underway, you know, what that can be do because it's kind of always been maybe chicken the egg a little bit of you know which one comes first and and so we got the one piece so maybe right will come um so not the only site that you had in your list that involved marcus in some way um what's the other one this is at water and and nap so this is another this is another downtown site um the northwest corner of water and nap which is it's on the river, on the Milwaukee River. It's really, you know, just north of the Water Street District, Bar District. It's just south of the North End development um, that Mandel Group did with a whole bunch of apartments, several buildings. It's across the river from Manpower Group's corporate headquarters. So it's, it's a pretty premier location. Lots of traffic around there, lots of things around there. I think... You know, Marcus Corporation has talked for a long time about, you know, maybe doing a movie theater there, or maybe doing an office building there. Um, you know, I think the site has some underground issues that make it difficult. There's some, there's some issues underground 
that have to be addressed for a major building to go there. Um, but it's it, it's a premier location. You know, it's a pretty major crossroads. Knapp Street, when you cross the river, the name of it changes to McKinley, and that takes you all the way right to the to a freeway um, interchange. That's that's the Park East corridor. I mean, that's that is the Park East corridor, which with what everything the Bucks are doing and everything else that has happened there, went from you know dead to pretty prime real estate downtown and you know water street is one of the major streets downtown you got the river which has attracted tons of development for years the fact that this site is still not having anything happen is uh extremely disappointing definitely yeah and it'll be another one that's interesting to see as the development you know progresses west of it there you know what's yeah. going to happen is that yeah because it something? becomes like a hole in a donut yep so before we leave the downtown area um kind of just adjacent to it you've got another one this one across from actually that site we were talking about at the start here the the uh near saint paul um what do you think of this gas the, the gas station site you're talking about yeah so uh what what you're referring to is okay so the project from last week that started all this discussion is at water and uh saint paul on the Milwaukee River at the entrance to the Third Ward. <clears throat> and if you look at the Third Ward, there's all kinds of great historic buildings um, along the river and there's restaurants in the river walk and it's great. You cross the river from this particular site, like you walk, drive or walk across on St. Paul, opposite side of the river, you know, looking right at the Third Ward is a gas station and a vacant lot where the Postal Service parks semi-trailers. <laughs> that is really sad. That's really sad. Um, and again, those things have been there as long as I can remember. Um, as the third ward continues to improve, you know, especially with this tower that's gonna go up on the other side of the river, at some point you sure would think that location, you know. The third ward side of the river is really great. Um, this opposite side, if you go further south, there's you know apartments and there's development and there's condos. But this particular spot on the river across from the third ward is just a disgrace. Uh, there's there's no way to put that. That's a way, you know, prime waterfront real estate near downtown, just outside the third ward, you know got to do better than that yeah and you know it's it's just such a shift um it's actually another one where it's like okay there's something proposed at least long-term vision for the the post office building site in that area so it's another one where it's like maybe you know something happens over there where there's been proposals for all kinds of stuff um for that get redevelopment but obviously the post office is going to be there for a while now um, well, yeah, that's just, so that's just to the West. Yep. And yeah, you had, you had a Chicago developer again, a uh, five years ago or so bought that and rolled out really an incredible um, redevelopment plan for the downtown post office site, which, you know, looked awesome, but I was immediately skeptical myself because it was just, it was so great. You just thought, could this possibly happen? 
Um, but meantime, the Postal Service has a long-term lease at that site and they've shown no desire to leave. And as long as that status quo, that just kind of remains. But someday you gotta believe the Postal Service will move out of that facility. And maybe this dramatic redevelopment that this firm wanted to do will occur. If it did, you would think this site on the river would really be primed for something to happen. Definitely. So let's move a little bit west. Uh, you've got a site in mind in, in Tosa. Yeah, so I wanted to, after picking on a few downtown or downtown area sites, wanted to go out to the suburbs. Um, I'm a big fan of the Wauwatosa Village area. I think it is just a, what a great area that is with a mix of historic buildings and you've had some new development in recent years. And, you know, there's a bunch of restaurants over there. You go down there and, you know, have a bite to eat and just hang out, uh, walk around. There's nice, there's cool little shops over there. Um, it's, it's a neat area. It's a neat area. Um, and there's, there's more development proposals that are planned for that area. And, you know, some people freak out a little bit about those, but that density just makes that district better and better and better and supports all those businesses that are there. So it's, it's good. But if you look at, you know, there's, there's Jose's blue sombrero, and then there's maybe another storefront or two just east of that. And then there you have a parking lot that's pretty narrow. That's, you know, south of State Street. It's between State Street and the railroad tracks. You know, it's basically directly across from like Pizzeria Piccola and, um, you know, Waterstone State Bank. And, you know, I'm sure people are going to say, hey, you want to come down to the Tosa Village? People need a place to park. If they're going to be able to go eat, they're going to be able to go shopping. You know, parking is a need. And, I'm, and, and as development continues to occur over there, you know, parking lots are getting swallowed up. So there's less parking available. But, you know, to me, you know, if you're walking down the street and, you know, it's, it's, it's a cool, um, it's a cool street experience. And then you get, you get to this really long, just long parking lot. Um, that kind of kills that kills the great vibe you have that really the north side of state continues to have for you know a few blocks. And that south side just dies with that skinny little parking lot along the railroad tracks and you know south of State Street. If you ask me, that should go. You know, I, and I don't know, I'm not sure who owns it. I don't know if it's a city-owned parking lot or what, but um, hopefully at some point. Yeah. Something I think happens it's, there. I think it's tied up. I want to say I was actually just walking by it um recently and i think it's tied up with that building where jose's is and i think was the chancery or whatever it was um yeah, i think it's, it's, it's not it's not a you know fully public i mean it's public parking but it's not that you need to be a customer or something to that extent so um speaking of parking lots and picking on them um here, number five here uh we're gonna go out to brookfield um what's here what what do you think about gurky's corners gurky's corners i i put on my list um like I said, there's a lot of different places I could be picking on, um, but these were the ones I thought of. And like I said, I wanted not just to do downtown, I wanted to have some suburban representation. So Gurky's Corners Park and Ride 
which I believe is a state of Wisconsin um, property. And of course, it's an important site for park and ride, you know, parking and, you know, carpooling or a lot of buses, you know, it's, it's a major bus stop. Buses come through there and um, whether you're taking Badger bus to Madison or you're taking a commuter bus downtown, um, it's important service that's provided there. But boy, that is a major crossroads. You are talking about a site in between I-94 and Blue Mound Road and Barker Road. It's like a triangle that basically, uh, that's the Gerkes Corners park and ride. And just to me, that's an incredible waste that you could put, you could put a major office building or a hotel. Um, I don't know that it's really residential. It would be attractive for residential because you're riding the freeway there. But you would think premier office location or, or hotel, you know, or more retail, you know, it's right by the corners. So, and, and which is already expanding, by the way, to adjacent sites, basically the opposite side of Barker Road from uh, Gerke's Corners. Well, what about Gerke's Corners? You know, I, the state probably, or whoever owns it, because like I, I think it's the state. Um, I'm sure they think, hey, Gerke's Corners is important, but to me, you could, you could find somewhere else to park cars and have bus stops. Something that's on all these major roads, you know, you're, you're talking about a highly visible, high traffic area um, that ought to be put to commercial use. So that's why they're on my list, why it's on my list. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, well, that gets us through number five. And like you said, there are probably lots more um, if folks have other suggestions, uh, you know, email Andrew, uh, tweet at him at Andrew Weiland on Twitter. Um, real quick though, Andrew. So if I, you know, one of these is going to get developed, one of these is least likely to get developed, which one's most likely, which one's least likely in your mind? Wow. Um, yeah, I said quickly and gave you a tough question. With, I? with, with, there's, with so little happening in the, in the imminent, um, in the, in, in, in the so little kind of going on with these sites, I guess, you know, the two downtown, the, the water and nap site and the fourth in Wisconsin, I would kind of say are a tie as, as being most likely to get developed first. Um, but I don't see any of them happening soon. Um, but they're probably the most primed Especially, you know, if the city would get moving with Fourth and Wisconsin, or if Marcus finally would pull the trigger and do something at, you know, Water and Nap, it'd be great to have a downtown movie theater. You know, it really would. So it'd be nice to see something happen there. So you know, maybe the Marcus site. Um, the one that's probably least likely, you know, go back to Gucky's Corners. I just think, you know, there's there's a you know. It's it's been a park and ride a lot forever. And there's a status quo. I don't know if anyone's thinking about this stuff. Is anyone thinking about, gee, that should be something more productive. Uh, you know, that could be on the tax roll than a parking lot. Um, you know, I, I don't hear anything going on there. So I would think that's probably the least likely to have something. But 
you know, it's it's a strong location that if if there was the will to do something, you would think it could happen quickly. So I predict it doesn't, but it probably if, if there was the will to develop it, it actually could be the fastest. Sounds good. Well, that'll do it for this week's weekly debrief. Um, a reminder, we are going back to live events uh, for Biz Times. Uh, our family and closely held business summit is at the end of June. Come join us uh, out at the Brookfield Conference Center. Um, we have our M&A event in July um, and more to come after that. So we're excited to go back to live events. Um, we're excited that there's going to be, sounds like full capacity or near full capacity at the Pfizer Forum um, for Bucks games for the rest of the playoffs. So uh, lots to be excited about. Andrew, thanks for joining me as always on the weekly debrief. You bet. Looking forward to seeing people again.